Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. A new chapter this morning Mr. in the battle against Ebola. It's called the Tide by Pod Challenge. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American solo. And welcome to the Something Good For You podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff. And across from me in the comfy old beanbag chair is... This is Cap Nunn. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) This is take two... (laughs) <laughs> for folks that won't know at some they point won't, we, they won't know it they won't care <laughs> they don't care <laughs> oh man so yeah so it's the weekly podcast where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little good something good to give you each and every single week and in order to help give you something good we've got another guest with us today you know him you love him Mikey Black ladies and gentlemen hello, hello. that's back. right Re- recurring <laughs> guest Mikey Black <laughs> Regular podcast veteran Mikey right. Black. Yep, Mikey Black, who wouldn't be hanging out with you guys otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you're using us for a podcast? Yep. <laughs> well, I what have incentive now. What do, you, what do you have to gain out of this? <laughs> then not a damn thing. <laughs> I was gonna say, what the hell are we offering? I don't even you tell people this. about it. I'm like, uh... I know you had not shared any of your episodes. Yeah, I need to go. Right? Back. I haven't listened to any of my episodes. Why not? You, you, That's all weird. right. No, you were you were already saying like in one of your early episodes you were saying like I listen to the show y'all and like I listen to it on my walks and stuff and like it's gonna be weird when I listen back to you haven't listened back to it at all. I know. Have you listened to your Scope podcast episodes? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so what so the hell did this Jackson have that we don't? What the shit, Mikey? Oh, you're right. <laughs> Some friend you I need you to share are. it and put the hashtag on it. Something good for ya. Yeah. That's not right. one word, people. Yeah, it's not, not that hard. And ya, not you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've decided to be illiterate on that. Come on, y'all. Right. Hey, you you, you want to spell our band name with a dash in it, but you spell our podcast correctly. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> you know what I, you know what Maybe I like? that's just our luck. I pick a band name where people want to put a dash in it, right. and then I pick a podcast name where people want to spell it correctly correctly what the hell you know what i like to do uh with the podcast uh normally what alex does is he'll uh, send me his uh edited version of the episode on a tuesday or a wednesday or whatever and i'll sit down just to you know see what he did and be like Give it the once cool. over make sure you know i didn't cut anything that was important right, or you know then on a release day i like to put it on anyway and listen to it for a second time during the week just because it's like oh yeah here's it, it kind of makes uh makes Gives a Friday feel hey, to I it almost. I can guarantee you, know I mean? you guys one thing for absolute certain is I listened to Tony's episode. Oh yes, <laughs> that was a fun one to do. <laughs> I really want to get oh, Tony man. back. He thanks an thanks for listening, blast. Mike. Dude, it felt like I was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. That was a great episode. <laughs> and as always, this show is sponsored by Repo Record down on uh, Commonwealth Avenue. Check those guys out at Repo Record. Uh, they've also got a website, RepoRecord.com. And the show is also sponsored by Hate Energy, which is our fun energy drink. The fillings have created here. Uh, Sugar free, low caffeine, high in B12 and B6, and you can get it at thefillins.com/slash store. Fun fact: We've been doing the the hate energy 
deal for a year now. Yeah, we've been doing it for a little over a year yep. now. On uh, November 18th, that wound up being our one-year anniversary of doing uh, Hate Energy. That's when we dropped the video, and a few weeks after, we had it in Common Market. And, uh, we actually dropped some cans off a few weeks ago. It's been doing awesome. So thank you guys for supporting all that. It, yes. It's really cool because it was just a random idea we had, just something we wanted to be unique and do, and people kind of latched on to it. It took them a minute to realize it wasn't a gimmick. It wasn't like one of those viral fake videos we made. It was something that actually works cool. And, you know, it, it's really cool that people are latching onto it. And a lot of people are hanging on to them as collector's items right now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Gabs from the Biters. That. Yep. And uh, the Crimes Ravagers. The Ravagers, yep. Yep. Uh, he's got a can, and uh, he said he doesn't want to drink. He just he keeps it on the uh, <laughs> mantle. And, you know, that, that may be, you know, just a friend of ours. But, hey, you know, it's, it's a friend that saw something that we did that was cool enough just to put it up on the shelf. So that still means something to us. Absolutely. And right on the can, there's a nice little hashtag that says, what do you hate? And that's the question we like asking here at the Something Good For You podcast. <laughs> so, Mikey Black, what do you hate? Man, I feel really bad. Because every time I do my notes and get to this part, I feel like everything I hate has to do with being in a car. <laughs> and it was traffic lights and then assholes. Me. Yes. You. Yeah, me driving. <laughs> At least you know. I know it. That's why I, get, I drive. I'm I, like, I can't do this. I get anxious. That's just that's just a fact. Especially with a trailer. Good God. You did good, though. I enjoy it, though. I had a fun time doing that, you know? Yeah. Jared thought it pissed me off. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> well, see, I know, I know you had fun doing it because, because you drove that shitty-ass fucking uh, school bus. bus, and you enjoyed it. Dude. Oh, oh you were all about everybody, the bus, dude. <laughs> everyone hated the bus except for me. <laughs> it just gave me anxiety out the ass. Yeah. Do we want to tell the bus story? We'll tell the bus story later. All right. Hey, what Morgan. do you hate? Hey, Morgan's here. Morgan's here. Yeah. yeah um, wifey just showed up. That's good. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mikey, notes. what do you hate? I hate uh, on-ramps. Not on-ramps. I hate people that get on an on-ramp to go onto the interstate. Mm-hmm. And instead of hitting the gas and flying like you're supposed to so you can get in front of everybody, Yeah. they're hitting like maybe 30 miles an hour. And then they're trying yeah. to merge with traffic that's going like 80 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. No, that's the one and thing. And then they that... come to a stop at the very end, and you're about to fucking rear end them. Yeah. So it's. That's that's the one thing too, because where I live in Charlotte, uh, I'm right near a um, it, right off a ramp, kind of like what you're ex- explaining. So if there's a morning, I'll wake up a little late. I'll take an Uber to work, and right on that entrance ramp is to a very busy highway. And if people just knew how to fucking merge, you got a boogie, man. No, what there wouldn't be the traffic because merge. you you'll get on there and you'll be at a dead fucking stop as soon as you get on the interstate. You go around maybe ten feet maybe fucking quarter of a mile boop all clear good to go and it's when there's no entrance ramps it's just when it's just straight interstate clear as can fucking be it's like if people could just get the fuck over dude i've been doing it every morning for the past eight months Mm. from winget to charlotte yeah rush hour morning time traffic (laughs) (laughs) oh shit Oh, uh, I like my hours. So I'm just sitting back listening to these stories going like, it's not so bad. <laughs> I just got to deal with uh, just Charlotte regulars in general because everybody in this town drives like animals. See, it's bullshit because where I live, well, where I work is literally across town. The only way to get to it 
is by some sort of interstate through downtown and uptown to the opposite side. Right. So it's like there's really no good way around it. I mean, you could find some back roads, but it's like you still have to go through some sort of high traffic downtown gotta, area, yeah. even if you're avoiding the interstate. You still got to... Yeah, you can't not use any of those roads. Yeah, it's like you're you're either going to be stuck on the interstate, or you're going to be stuck in neighborhood traffic, or you're going to be stuck in downtown traffic. It's like yeah. everywhere is going to be clogged up. And if it rains, God forbid, it rains in North Carolina. Right. Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's like everybody. It's like the world's uh, coming to an end with everybody driving in Charlotte with rainstorms and things like that. Charlotte just acts fucky with rain anyway. Right. They really do. Because here's the thing. The past few weeks, we've had some pretty bad rainstorms. Almost as bad as when that hurricane was threatening us. Yeah. No one was batting a fucking eye about it. Oh, <laughs> Mor- man. Morgan's passing out sour gummy bears to everyone. Yeah, they're not that sour. We we oh, had some last night. Coating on it, and that got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> if the one thing uh, listeners of uh, the band and the show in general have learned, we just like food because you're just like I got excited when I felt that. That ca- was topic ca- number two after what I hate <laughs> food. I was like, fuck it, let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into that, uh, you know, throughout the week, you may have some thoughts, and. You may just eventually forget about it. Well, I've decided to not forget about it. I've been jotting them down in my phone, and it's a fun little segment we like to have now called Keep Your Thoughts to Yourself. All right. Don't know how long we'll be able to discuss this, but it's it's something that really got me thinking a few weeks ago. If you're an artist or a musician releasing music, there is absolutely no excuse for you to not be on every single digital platform out there. Yep. Period. <sighs> Dude, you handle all that stuff, so I don't know as much about it. Right. But it always... it. I get real humored when people ask me about my music. Right. They're like, well, where can I find your band? And I'm like, well, you know, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, whatever, really. Yeah. And they're just like, really? You're on Spotify? I'm like, right. yeah, you, you could be on Spotify if you wanted yeah. to. <laughs> that That's the thing I don't get is there's all these bands and God love them. They're great bands. It's just like think that extra step of look online do that google search just right. literally type in how do i get on spotify <laughs> that's what google is yep. for and then you're gonna get a wikipedia page with 10 steps and you'll follow that and we'll see here's, here's and here's the thing that annoyed me it's it i've bitched about it for the longest time there uh, there have been people that have been there for some moral support or like, hey, this is how you help book a show, this, that, and the other. But no one guided me on how to take care of things on the digital side because any sort of help or input I had were from music veterans where they like doing things the old school way. Right. So they showed me how to put together a CD and make it look good. They taught me about how to make sure and, you know, do this, that, and the other. But right. when it came to digital, I had to figure that shit out on my own. No one taught me how to do this. And the thing that annoys me is I know I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I know I'm not the smartest motherfucker in the world. So if I can figure it out, why the hell have it you? It doesn't take a degree or anything think, like that for it. I think that's where a lot of my anger comes from. And because 
I may joke around and go, you know, oh, I'm narcissistic, this, that, and the other. Well, narcissists truly believe that they're the smartest person in the room. I may feel like that sometimes, but it comes from the place of, but I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't think I'm that smart. It's a different level of it. It's like sometimes I may feel like the smartest person in the room, but it's kind of a downer going, but I'm not that smart. So what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what sucks. It's like, I think that's where a lot of my annoyance and anger comes from is seeing things that I know are just like, like when second nature and then thinking back going but i'm barely getting by as it is and i'm learning as i go it's like what the hell it's when people when uh, somebody says uh or you ask somebody are you on the, any of these platforms and uh, they just go uh oh no we're not it's like why are you not on it oh i don't know that's what I that's what I hear all the damn time too. Or you'll that. hear I don't want my stuff streaming because uh, I put in hard work and time and money, so I need to be paid for my music. And Spotify doesn't pay you for streams. Well, are you getting paid now? Yeah, right. No, but you know what? But I'll I'll even take it a step further on that argument. Okay, uh, if if you're looking at it from that standpoint, clear you're clearly you're looking at things from a classic music release standpoint. Um, were you paid for being in the local jukebox when you had a, a single on 45? Were you paid if someone put their quarter in the jukebox and played your single? No. <laughs> but you know what? You were happy to have that 7-inch single in the jukebox at the you know local diner because, hey, guess yes, what? If, I, if I'm at the bar and I want to hear you know, a fucking Elvis song, Boop! I'm just gonna put you know my dime or however much it was back then in the you know machine, and listen to it. They didn't get paid for that bullshit. No, it's like with Spotify and streaming is the new jukebox. It's radio. People make play play. Well, I mean, but you would get royalties from radio. So no. I was trying to not really maybe Fair use enough. that in the argument Fair because enough. bad example. But maybe it would still relate because you do get Spotify streaming. your head at me, Mikey. Yeah, I was going to say, Mikey's is over here shaking his head. What the hell do you know? You literally just said you don't know anything about this. All of a sudden, you now you have a fucking opinion? Yeah, well, I got a bus caps ball. Oh, I know it. No, but like, I just now started to implement all my stuff on uh, Instagram more frequently than ever now, and uh, it's just... You, do something cool, put it out there, somebody's going to see it. That's something else I thought was funny when you guys were like, how many Instagram views do you get on your stories? And I was like, I don't know, like 100, 108 usually, and you were like, Yeah, that's more than really? we get, dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I did something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you post quality shit and people want to see it. But but that's that, but that's kind of nice. that's kind of tailing <laughs> off from what I was talking about. I don't know why you cap you brought up Instagram. I'm talking about Spotify. I'm talking about music. You're talking I'm about, about photo talking and about video. Social media in general and everything yeah, too. No, nobody does. Market. No, nobody's okay. everybody's scared to do that too. I mean, really, that you should have just kept all that to yourself. Right? <laughs> Are you trying to close the segment? <laughs> Are you trying to tell him Steve, Dave, Walt this? <laughs> Say, all right, you're done. <laughs> Mikey's like, yeah, Alex, do keep your thoughts to yourself, goddammit. Right, Maybe that's something I should have kept to myself. <laughs> oh, Mikey, thank you so much again for joining us. I do, I like when you come on because it feels like we're able to really bust each other's balls and we have more of a laughy time. Because with Tony, it was real fun digging in and telling stories, but I feel like right. with you... We're just hanging out. Yeah, it's a lot more of just hanging out because we do this weekly anyway. Yeah, now so we just put microphones in front of us. Yeah, we're not band practicing. <laughs> no. Well then, uh, sir, I always put you on the spot. What you got for us? Because you, you said you had food. 
I had food. That's all I wrote, though. Nothing crazy. <laughs> food. <laughs> talk about food all day. Yeah. So, so when we were on the Scope podcast with uh, Jackson, uh, when he asked Cap during uh, twenty questions, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> what he would rate a ten out of ten out of anything in the world, what he would rate it. Actually, folks, here's the clip. Well, what would you rate an absolute ten out of ten? Anything, anything, just ten out of ten, perfect. Uh, not music not or food music related. Or food related. <laughs> That's gonna be hard then. Uh, it can be food related. No, it can be food related. <sighs> Double stuff Oreos. Ten That's an absolute ten, 10 out of ten. Captain yeah. None. Ten Double out of ten. Oreos. All the way. Out of any. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> as as we heard, he goes. Am I wrong though? <laughs> out of all things, though, a Double stuff Oreo. Out of all things. As far as food? I mean, I can't yeah. say I disagree. Also because <laughs> I tr- I don't buy stuff like that from the store at all either, but if it's around and somebody offers it, it's like, oh my God, yes. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, something forbidden or something like that. Because <laughs> if I bought double stuffed Oreos on the regular, you know, I'd probably be a fat piece of shit. But, you know. <laughs> I know, but I'm just sitting here going like, but he didn't, he wasn't saying like food. He said, of all things of all things of in all general things. guitars cars towns experiences <laughs> First thing you could have said a blowjob you know out of all things blowjobs <laughs> 10 out of 10 best thing ever Maybe it's just no a- you went double stuff Oreos we gotta <laughs> unpack this a little bit I was, I was talking with uh, Jimmy Repo not too long ago who owns uh, Repo Records yes. and uh, he was making fun of uh, my form and everything. I'm just a scrawny human being. And uh, he was t- and uh, he was showing off his little uh, old man gut that he has. Mm-hmm. His protruding or whatever. He goes, man, when you get older, pussy doesn't matter anymore. You just eat more. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but just... And maybe I, it's just because I'm getting older. <laughs> and I know he puts you on the spot. And we all suck when we immediately get put on the spot. So, you know, you just, all of a sudden you're just asked what's 10 out of 10. So, right. I mean, I get it. There was a few moments where I was dead brain on the thing too. But at the same time, I just didn't think... Oreos, <laughs> double stuff Oreos. It's my favorite. <laughs> would have been the ten out of ten. It's my favorite oh, thing. Man. It's my favorite. Uh, well, Mikey, what, uh, uh, let's let's harder. snack to eat. So, so we'll we'll keep on that topic. Food, food wise, Mikey, what would be your ten out of ten? Ten out of ten. Oh man, there's a few. Let's see. Fried chicken, ten out of ten. Really? So, yes. so it's like you go to a restaurant. There's fried chicken. If it's good fried chicken, I mean, there's always. Yeah. What's the What's your favorite? Uh, who has your favorite fried chicken? I make my favorite fried chicken at oh, Judd's yeah, Restaurant located in Monroe, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Come eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you some fried chicken. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually just had some. a little these. local plug. Is that you. their slogan, come eat? No. I <laughs> it needs to be. A slogan. It needs to be. Let's do it. I'll make it happen. <laughs> I Honestly, man, I've been talking with Cody and Owen. Yeah. It actually happened. This was like two years ago when you yeah. lived... Um, I don't remember what that neighborhood was, but your apartment with Allie, and then she moved out, and then I think down on Providence. Morgan was there. Yeah, Providence. Yeah, Providence. Yeah. And we had like Owen and Miguel and a bunch of people over. Mm Mm-hmm. So I went outside because I rolled something up to smoke, and uh, everyone came outside and we were smoking it, and people started to go back inside, and it was just me and Owen, and I was blasted, dude. I was like, (laughs) Owen, man, we're gonna buy Judd's. 
<laughs> he, was like, he was like what and I was like yeah man I was like think about it you know the current owner he's been talking about wanting to sell and we could just set up a payment plan I was like dude we could we could run a fucking restaurant man <laughs> we'll close the back room we'll build a stage I was sold I'm still sold on the idea <laughs> gonna get Cody involved <laughs> Lord. Can we, can we, but can honestly, we, honestly, with food, it would be bad. Something good for your cafe. I was like, yeah, yeah can we, uh, we go. Can they throw us some advertising dollars? Yeah, we'll <laughs> advertise donations. to all the rich kids at Wingate University and there you go. cater to them. <laughs> Pull them in. But still keep the good milk style cooking. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fried chicken, 10 out of 10. I don't know. My 10 out of 10 would always be a good medium rare steak. Hell yeah, I do love steak. Mm-hmm. How do you like yours though? Nah, medium rare, rare. Okay, okay. Depending like on the it. size okay. of the steak. I was really. about to say, I was really hoping I didn't have to kick you out of the band. Or at least done. whack you upside the head with this heavy ass microphone. Like, Dad, Dad what, do, what do we do if they want it well done? We ask them politely yet firmly to leave. Dude, fuck <laughs> Hank Hill because he cooks with <laughs> propane, man. Propane is bullshit. <laughs> fuck propane grills. Man, That's some I'm, pussy shit, dude. I hate it. Look, I'll, I'll go both ways. <laughs> on that one I've cooked with both I like the convenience and quickness of propane okay yeah. I understand with with charcoal you really do have to wait and you guys stoke the shit if I'm hungry I want to fucking eat now that means I'm getting the steaks out I'm seasoning the shits I'm gonna light the grill and within about 10 minutes the some bitch is gonna be hot <laughs> enough for me to put the steaks on but I don't want to wait on charcoal. But, but okay, yes, but, but. no, mm, there's I'll still lean on propane on this one. If you don't clean the grate every single time, if you right. don't if you don't clean your grill, well, that's just poor grillsmanship right there, man. You get the flakes off, jackass, <laughs> but right. you leave like you don't get like the scrubber scrubber. You don't get it. Good oh no, and clean. you let it cook into the metal that's what i'm saying yeah, man you can like still a nice iron but you, skillet but you can still do that with propane yeah. you just knock the chunks off a lot of that flavor is going to be coming from the propane no you You're don't eat you taste the meat alex not the heat just, <laughs> alex, just, no, alex just sold on the convenience of of bitch. no alex has been watching too much king of the hill <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> we have morgan and i seriously have been watching like binging the episodes nightly that uh, and making a murderer what's uh morgan what's your 10 out of 10 yeah morgan uh for your food what would be your uh 10 out of 10 I'm limited to food and food only. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just because I've been staring at that Bojangles cut for the past 10 minutes. I'm really fucking hungry. <laughs> but, I mean, I just, just like Mikey, a fried piece of chicken is really good. But spaghetti. That's my fucking hometown, like homemade shit. It's delicious. It's warm. It's comforting. And it's noodles. And nobody can ever say no to a big bowl of nudes. <laughs> Especially Angel. <laughs> and you wonder why I married her. <laughs> no, especially if you get the angel hair pasta. Angel hair or nothing. That's the super thin pasta. 
You guys were just staring. You wanted to talk food. As soon oh, yeah, as I throw I an angel hair, about. you guys yeah. are just like, oh. I'm just nodding. Like, yeah. yeah. Angel hair. I, it's good I, stuff. I well, it's not a visual it's medium, jackass. Yeah. You can't expect me to get excited over angel hair pasta, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> me and Morgan's answers don't line up. <laughs> <laughs> Make some chicken parmesan with some... <laughs> Angel hair pasta, then. It's Morgan was your like a family recipe or anything, or are you just like spaghetti overall? Just spaghetti in general. Gotcha. <laughs> Spaghetti's good as fuck, though. You know? It is. Not it's a not ten me. out of ten. <laughs> it's like a seven for me. I'd say a solid eight and a half. Right on. <laughs> this is just riveting from people at home. I'm sure. <laughs> They're like, "What the fuck did this podcast turn into?" Last episode was like cool stories and history, and now they're just sitting here throwing out fucking numbers when it comes to fucking fried chicken hey, and man. spaghetti variety. <laughs> well, we teased it earlier. Oh, um, so there was a time in which uh, we got full of ourselves, and we were like, "Fuck it." We're tired of taking separate cars. We're going to rent a bus. We're going to rent a van, and we're going to take this shit on the road. And um, We got a bus. <laughs> I, I, I No hold bards on this. this. This guy's a fucking jackass. Yeah. So uh, we wind up getting hooked up with this guy, Lafferty. Uh, he had this venue. I th- he hadn't been doing shit over there for a while. He, he wound up getting basically ran out. Uh, Lafferty's live. Yeah, hey, I couldn't tell you what he's doing these days. I think hiding. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know. Last, I last checked on it like a few months ago. He's probably just still doing car shit. Who knows? Yeah, that's yeah. true. He, he's got ties with NASCAR and shit like that. Yeah, but anyway, he tries opening up a music venue, and some buddy of ours and Forty Ounce Mouse get real tied in close with them, and uh, they wind up having an event there called. Uh, it was the first mouse. It was the second Mouse Fest. Yeah. Yeah, it's the second Mouse Fest they had over there, which was to raise money for uh, the Huntsman Cancer Institute, uh, which <clears throat> was near and dear for them because they had a friend that was uh, that passed away due to cancer, I believe. It was a friend or a family member. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I don't remember the exact specifics on that, but I do remember it was close to their hearts, and they had some meaning behind it. And Lafferty said, sure, use the venue. Long story short, uh, he gypped them out of a ton of money and this, that, and the other, and they kind of yeah. kept it quiet for the longest time, simply out of respect but by this time he had also been promoting the fact he had been uh renting out and um uh leasing vans and buses for bigger bands and then had smaller ones for indie bands so he chatted us up at the mouse fest and was like hey if you want a bus you know i got you covered man let's do it you want a truck you need a van and I got you, man. The car, man. And, his, and his whole pitch was like, we have buses to make these bands feel like rock stars and shit like that. <laughs> and we were like, we want to feel like rock stars? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were because it's like we were really struggling with – because we had gone through a lineup change and, you know, there was a bunch of weird stuff. So it's like – Cap can't drive with a trailer and I don't want to drive <laughs> now six we found that hours. Now we found that yeah, out Yeah, we later. found that out later. We didn't oh, know that yeah. yet. there there were just so many other things involved that was like you know yeah that would that'd be kind of nice for us to you know have a little you know and he rented them out for like reasonable prices and stuff like that well and that and that was the other thing too was we were already wanting to travel together uh because we had been able to like once before from some other thing and we were like oh my god this was so much fun we want to do this again and we were looking at renting just you know minivans or whatever some mom van you know soccer mom van and between the prices between that and what Lafferty was offering it was like well we can look a little more high horse if we go with this why the hell not yeah it sounded good at the time yeah well 
Let's, well, hold on. Let's talk about the bus first. Well, that's what we, I'm getting to. Getting okay. To, yeah. but th- oh, I was literally <laughs> getting to that. But you guys are so negative, man. I can feel right. it coming. Oh, no. <laughs> Here comes the bullshit. <laughs> Mikey still wants that bus. <laughs> All right. So, this bus is great. So I hit him up beforehand. Everything's good to go. Get the deposit down. All's right in the world. We show up that morning. He's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Gone. Yep. Gates closed. Locked. Everything took him about what forty five minutes to finally coming around somewhere like that. It was a while. We were waiting there at least thirty minutes. Yeah, minimum. Finally comes out, and long story short, the thing will fucking start. Yeah, forgot about that too. So he finally gets it started. It's a good hour and a half after the time we got there. By the time we're getting on the road, we had to go get a part. Yeah, had to go. Yeah, he had to run out and get a part for it. I think the alternator went out. So, we think, okay, well, the worst is finally behind us, at least. We got a cool little thing. Everything fits in here. We've got bunk space. It was a, it was a mini bus, spray-painted black. Uh, he put bunk beds in there. There was plenty of room for all the gear, and we still had, like, what, two beds still free. So, two people could still lounge, and there was, like, makeshift couches in there. It was really nice. Yeah. It so, wasn't super nice, but it was Way that. better than anything we had before. It was, yeah, but it was well, a, I'm saying for the listener, it wasn't like RV nice. It was rock and roll nice. Like, oh yeah, it was, it was right, just, DIY. This is just ghetto enough to be cool shit. Exactly. Yeah, yep. and we had uh, <laughs> and we had uh, <laughs> Raptor Jesus watching over us Hell on the headboard. Yeah. You can find all these photos on Facebook. And um, oh, you may want to let the cat out of the bedroom. I already did. Okay. I'm and. I heard you need to tell us what that innuendo means after the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went back in the room and I heard the cat yell and I thought she was still in the bedroom. So we think worse is behind us. We he gets the everything fixed up and we get on the road. We get the music hooked up. Spirits are finally coming back up. Mikey's having a good time. Adam's behind the wheel. I was um, so excited. Yeah, every, everyone's <laughs> finally getting in the groove. It, it's driving. And we had a sound system in there. It wasn't yeah. the best, but... For, it, for a little bit. Dude, for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so, so we get we get into South Carolina. We get right over the border. We're kind of near Gaffney, and we stop at the QT because we're going to fill up before we finally hit the main track down to Georgia because that was the main thing. We were going to Atlanta, I think, to play with the Stir, Stir for the first time. And actually, it was to play in Atlanta for the first time. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's what it was. Time. We played with Stir and Zale. That's when we met Jackson. Yep. We met, when we we met all those guys. Yeah. Andrew Yeah, we well. met Andrew that we met night, Andrew too. Riley. Yep. We met almost everyone yeah. that night. I think in the Ides of June, I think we're also on yeah, the bill. that's right. And oh, there's a lot of bands on that bill. It's like four of them. Either way. So it was a big deal for us to get down there. And as, as we see as Futures later played out, it was, clearly was a very important show for us to get to. It's just kind of weird that that was our first show but in Atlanta. But yeah, let's continue. <laughs> so stop at the gas station. We hop out. And I'm walking around the back, and I noticed that there's no tag on the motherfucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I yelled to Mikey, I go, hey, or whoever was out there, go, hey, you run around the front and see if there's a tag on there. They check, they go, no, is it not on the back? Like, if you want to walk down here and look, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> don't there's be- a fucking tag on this yeah, thing. Yeah, don't believe me. <laughs> Sure enough, there was not. So I'm having to call up Lafferty and go, uh, hey, there's not a tag. And he goes, oh, yeah, 
I forgot to put that on. I recently got all that fixed uh-huh. up and this, that, and the other, and it, it had to be off for whatever godforsaken reason. So I go, cool. Well, we're at this gas station. I guess I'll be seeing you soon. And he goes, well, I'm not at the shop anymore and this, that, and the other. I can't get it to you. Do you have like the uh, insurance shit still in the dash? And we looked and we we're like, yeah. He goes, cool. Well, if anyone pulls you over, just uh, show them that and have them give me a call and I'll clear everything up. I'm like, that's not. <sighs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have time. We've got to get to it. So we fill up and we get down there. So you want to ask why I was anxiety ridden about the thing the whole fucking time? Because we're driving down there without a goddamn tag. It was a target vehicle. Oh my God. <laughs> so we get down there er, way early enough for us to grab a bite to eat and mill around. So we're like, sweet. I can finally relax a little. We hop out of the car, shut the door, and almost like a fucking cartoon, Adam has the key and he's reaching for the handle and sure enough, there's no fucking lock on the door. Yep. There is just an empty hole. Yeah, that part sucked. And we're in downtown Atlanta. <laughs> in Little Five Points. We are parked points, We yeah. are parked right behind the Star Bar. So if anyone listening, you guys know what parking lot I'm talking about. You could have stolen all our shit. You didn't even know it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> too bad now, sons of bitches. We got plenty of locks. After that night, we I was too fucking anxiety ridden, and I bought like two padlocks. We got that shit on lockdown now. Try us, motherfuckers. Yeah. But yeah, so that day could have been your one fucking shot. Thank you for not doing it. Anyway, <laughs> that would have been a bad first impression. <laughs> it already was a bad first impression from Lafferty with everything leading up to it. <laughs> I'm just saying a bad first impression for the town. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> nah, dude, they fucking dug the bus, though. That's the thing. That's oh, yeah, it was totally worth that, it, though. When Zale came out, she was like, I love your fucking bus, and all of us were like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good bus, huh? <laughs> Super sweet. <laughs> and then she walks away, and we're like, we've got to get this bus every single time. <laughs> so so thankfully again like like we all said no one stole our shit but we still went and grabbed a bite to eat thankfully because there was also a a parking guy there and we asked him it's like is this safe to leave here and he's like we'll keep an eye on him thank you (laughs) appreciate you sir (laughs) please don't steal the shit because you know (laughs) if the shit's stolen we know who to come to (laughs) it's the white boy with the short blonde hair (laughs) with the stupid looking sweater vest on (laughs) <laughs> Ask him. Shit. So no. So we take it back. We bitch. And he goes, well, if you want to do it again, we'll let you do it. I'll let you do it for free. I you're, promise. And, and he goes, and I promise we'll have a different one for you. You're forgetting one thing about that bus too. Uh, oh, the, dude, the, its speed was shit. Oh, oh, two things. <laughs> yeah, the fucking uh, one of the tail lights was out. Was that that one? I thought that was the second time. It might have been both. It was the first time? It was the first time. Okay. You gave me the worst anxiety when you gave me that list of shit that was wrong with it. I was just sitting there. I was at home by myself just fucking crying for hours. Like, oh my God, they're going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of... There's a long list of things wrong with that fucking bus. Well, what was the other thing you were saying? Oh, then? he was talking about speed. Oh, I didn't speed. get up to speed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Before. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. oh, the second time. It's no, 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 not even the shit. second time. Hold on. First time around, before we even get it back home to complain to Lafferty, after we finish the show, the fucking thing oh, won't start. start. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. It took us like a good 10 minutes to get that thing to start. A little longer than that. 
And someone Ugh. put the wrong fucking spray in the fucking engine because he had two th- sprays in yeah. the uh, in the thing. <laughs> and because he, he told us, he goes, because he told us beforehand in his credit, he goes, it may not want to start, especially if it's cold. It was cold. Yeah. And he goes, and if it doesn't, just use this spray and it'll work better for you. some brake fluid or some shit. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't exactly brake fluid, but it was something else. But they sprayed like windshield fluid in there. And I'm like, motherfucker. No, that's the wrong thing. Oh, here's the uh, all right. Here's another reason I loved the bus so much. <laughs> oh no, wait, wait, wait. Hold we on. haven't got the pros yet. Well, well, this is a negative for you guys, and this is this is gonna add to your anxiety. We were supposed to take turns driving because we came back the same night. Yeah, we didn't stay anywhere. We mm-hmm. came back after playing the show, oh, and we yeah. were supposed to take turns driving. Yep. But me, Will, and Cap got. <laughs> yeah, we weren't driving that bus home. Once we got there, it was the best, like Starbucks normally is. Yeah, so. hell yeah, beer tickets out the ass, <laughs> people giving us drinks, and, and sh- killing all the anxiety from the bus. Yeah, <laughs> having a great time. But yeah, and then that drive for Alex because he doesn't drink. And then, so I get it. Yeah, that, that, I had a blast. That drive home, though, man, that 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 wore me the hell out. I remember, I remember being I was sitting up for about twenty minutes, and when it's dark and you're seeing just all the different lights, I kept seeing red, blue, red, blue flash so many times, yep. and it was throwing my heart in loops. I was just going <laughs> the entire time, and I remember telling you guys explicitly, going, "Look." I hate to be this guy. I'm never this guy. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I'm taking one of the bunks. I'm going to sleep. It's like I had my singer rock star moment. It's like the first time ever in the band. I was like, guys, I'm taking a bunk. I'm going to sleep. Nobody fought you, though. And I was like, this is is killing me. I got to go to sleep. Because all y'all were fine. Because I was like, because y'all are just laughing it up, having a good time, or at least Mikey is and Will Me is. And Will. Yeah, Cap, Cap's getting along. He's still having an yeah. okay time. I'm just sitting over here going, and because of that, I felt like I wasn't getting any support. So I'm just like, I'm going to sleep. Because <laughs> now Cap's drunk, so he's just having a grand old time period. Hell yeah. After he, all my anxiety. <laughs> after he got over feeling pissy. Well, because what it wasn't starting, you were just getting all, oh, goddamn it, motherfucker, we're going to be stuck here. I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Goddamn. Damn Lafferty. <laughs> I was just trying not yep. to puke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he tells us do it again. You'll get a different one. I go, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Well, we get a show up at the Rim in Norton, West Virginia, and uh, I love Brad to death, but he can he'll tell you as much as the next guy. They are in the middle of fucking nowhere, yep. up hills and mountains and everything else. It's a six and a half hour drive from us if you don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we love them to death, and that's why we go up there. But the drive sucks ass. <laughs> On a normal day, it sucks ass. But we decided, mm, screw it. We're going to get a different bus this time. Maybe this one will have a lock on it. Maybe this will have tags on it. Because <laughs> I told them ahead of time, it better have all this shit on it. And we get there. It's the same goddamn bus, but at least it has locks and it has a tag on it. We still have Velociraptor Jesus. Yeah, because he was still like, the even the day prior, I was hitting him up going, so we have a different one, we have a different one. He goes, I'll hook you up, it's all good. I was like, okay. I get there, and as soon as I saw Raptor Jesus, I'm like, son of a <laughs> bitch. It's the same goddamn one. <sighs> so, this time... Mikey 
after hearing us bitching the first go around, because now I'm in a foul mood knowing we've got the same goddamn bus, we named it Felicia. We sure did. Cat the first the, the first yeah. time around, we named it Felicia because we're like, bye, Felicia. Last, because the last thing I did before we dropped it off was just kind of like... You kind of yeah. kicked the tire. You know, you, you, know, you just kind of kicked something where they, that just... Yeah, you, you, you kind of gave it a little heel punch. Yeah, you, you gave the tire a good little heel punch, and you were like, bye, Felicia. It's like, fuck this bus. <laughs> yeah. So, I was pissed that we had Felicia again. So, you go, well, fuck it, I'll give her a drive. Sure <laughs> did. The entire way. And, and and so so you you have nothing but positive things to say about this, First and off, I think the second time around was a little better. So since it's a little better, I'll get. It I'll did let take you, us forever to get there, though. Yeah, good goddamn it the did. Max speed that it could get. Max. It said. It said we were going like seventy, but we were. There was no way <laughs> in hell. Fifty-five max, and then there was times going up the mountain where it was literally just like fifty forty-five. No, it was. Like when we get to the steep end in some parts, yeah. you didn't even want to go. It was just like stop. Felicia's <laughs> <laughs> bitching at you. Stop. We had a whole weekender with that. We played, she wasn't the little engine that could. We well, played she could. Roanoke the night before. Yeah, we got there. Just be, yeah, just because it, the hours. drive sucks going to the rim. Yeah, but it still took us six and a half hours, or it felt like six and a half yeah, hours it, to get from Roanoke like, to the rim. Here's the thing: right. from Roanoke to the rim, it took us the same amount of time than if we had left from Charlotte with the yeah. current get up. And Roanoke's a good three and a half hours from here. So with that motherfucker, it gave us an extra th- almost three hours added to our trip. I want to say it gave I, I, that that may be a little much. It gave us about another two and a half a at least two unnecessary hours <laughs> it, it was ridiculous but why did you <laughs> like it so much yeah i don't know because everyone was just hanging out and we were all comfortable and it was fun to drive even though it sucked just yeah, took forever had a little uh the first time it felt like traveling in a band should be like it did the first time around like crazy. on the way down before we got stressed out about every little thing i was Oh yeah, that first twenty cool minutes pictures. was awesome. We got some awesome, <laughs> yeah. Dude, we got some awesome pictures next to some giant rocks, and we could just pull oh, yeah. over and we would piss behind the bus, and no one could see you. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there in the bus, going like, "This is so cool, guys." Drinking. Brought an nothing. acoustic with us. Waters. Right. <laughs> Brought some acoustics and shit. Man, I want to do another bus tour. Just a quality bus. <laughs> Just actually get one. It was a cool little hangout hub when you park it. So you right. Just go out to the bus. And yeah. Smoke your cigs if that's what you do. <laughs> now that was a cool little thing. It's just there was a, it was just plagued with so much shit. And we bring it back. And oh, you, and to clarify, we didn't find out Lafferty was a piece of shit until after all this. Oh yeah, no, I'm wrapping, it, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. I want the whole Lafferty story in this son of a bitch. Oh man. Uh, I'll abbreviate the last bit though. No, so. We get up there, we get back down, all's okay in the world, and all's okay, rather, as in we didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> all's okay, as in we got home safe. Never got pulled over. Us, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, never got pulled over. So, I start bitching to him about all these issues, and he goes, well, you, well this, this is all new to me, this, that, and the other. The only way I know is if people tell me, so, you know, it'll be better the next time. Yeah. And finally, I'm just like, No! Here's the issue. I am paying you money because I still gave him a few bucks. 
Oh, it was, yeah, some of the other negatives, even on the second trip, speed sucked. It wouldn't start the morning yeah, after. That that's took a right. good hour. Yeah. That was miserable. Yeah, that one still that took a good bit. Cause, cause then it, it started giving out once we got about halfway back. Like, mm-hmm. not even going uphill, it just would not go at all. Yeah, so there are... 55 down the highway, pedal to the floor, and then you're just not moving. And the thing is, is even... even dr- starts dropping. Because <sighs> even driving it around neighborhoods, these were the issues you felt. It wasn't just once you got on the highway. It wasn't just when you got up the mountain. Yep. These issues were present driving out, you know? And we you, still paid a good amount that first time. Like, mm-hmm. It's not like we paid them like 40 bucks for a bus. Right. No. <laughs> so here, here's my thing. Is like, So when I told them, I was like, no, we paid you for a service. We rented a vehicle from you. It is your liability and it is your responsibility to make sure that that vehicle we are renting is going to get us from fucking point A to point B in a timely manner. And when I started complaining about the speed, he goes, oh, well, I have a limiter on it. Uh, And I'm like, what? That was on purpose? Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? He he put some sort of speed limiter on it to make sure that no one was going to drive it too crazy on the interstate. Like bands in general. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, okay. <laughs> and the thing is, is that's also dangerous because the speedometer was way off. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't even drive, but I can look out the window and I can feel my surroundings and look at the speedometer and tell that's off. It was way See, off. See, does he not realize that the job of a band is the getting to everywhere in a timely manner? Apparently not. You know? <laughs> so... At about the time that I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to silent, back away from all this, fuck this, not worth my time, not worth my energy, not going to do it. At about that time, the Fosmo guys start coming out talking shit about Lafferty and the Mouse Fest thing, being real public about him not forking over the money and all this other real other shady shit. And he started throwing out racial slurs, yeah. attacking the uh, Fosmo guys by name and like calling them, you know, lowly pizza, uh, pizza delivery guys and this, that, and the other. And, you know, come back when they're a real band instead of playing in mommy's right. basement. All this shit. Just shitting on the entire community, really. Oh, my God. And he, he hadn't really been heard from since. He, he really pissed some people off, but... That that just kind of goes to show is like you, you just gotta watch out where the hell you're doing business with, man. Yeah, do your research. Uh, the comments and the ratings, nine times out of ten, are real. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he kind of did a low, um, kind of low rent version of what that threatened band did a few weeks ago when we, it was the Graveyard Boulevard. That's true. Because yeah. what threatened did is they promoted themselves and really built themselves up to look bigger than what they are. They bought all the Facebook likes and all that shit and made a fake booking agency and then booked this UK tour. Tickets were supposedly sold and only three people came out. All this shit. It, he he kind of did the smaller same thing. He goes, oh, I've got all these great buses, this, that, and the other. I've worked with all these big bands. I've got a venue. I'm the hot shit. I've got connections with NASCAR. He did that exact kind of same shit when in reality, NASCAR really wasn't in his pocket anymore. He was on his way out from the little NASCAR radio show he was doing. He wasn't racing anymore. His venue didn't even have AC. 
Yeah, his venue didn't even have <laughs> air conditioning or a proper sound system. So it's like he really threatened he threatened himself. <laughs> but it's like he he kind of did the same thing those guys did just on a smaller scale and I, I'm I'm kind of happy with the fact that you know they're really not doing a thing anymore because I really didn't want bands to think that was representative of the Charlotte Concord area. Right. Because that that was just that was just bad stuff that sucked. <laughs> it's one of the few venues that popped up in that time frame where. And it's really unfortunate because that show had an awesome turnout. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, there That's was true. throughout the day. A lot of people wound up coming and a through. Lot of bands. And I was optimistic about a new venue. If he wasn't up. a complete piece of shit, like yeah. he had something. Yeah, people were That's really willing part. to give that a shot because Tremont had gone away, yeah. and we and everyone was looking for another you know warehouse kind of style venue where Middle you know nowhere big outside atmosphere big inside mm-hmm. atmosphere plenty of, plenty of parking and a big enough stage to where even and the plenty, tiniest so much potential we could build a bar and all sorts of shit there man. there was so much that could have been done with that place it was a great little spot it was it was far enough away from Charlotte to where you know people from the outskirts could still come to it but not too far from Charlotte where Charlotte folks won't go to it it was a great spot it was just poorly managed yeah. and just littered with bad choices left and right. Exactly. It was just another asshole with a lot of with a lot of money making bad decisions. It also reminds me of dirty money. It feels like it's, that may have been a front for too. something else too. I don't know. That's speculation. That's yeah. I mean not maybe that's that, not that's not speaking with any sort of authority. Maybe that's what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh God. What's, what's, what was y'all's favorite uh travel experience the u-haul van yeah i I would have to say that probably was one of my favorites is the uh u-haul van so that came out of desperation yeah so anything (laughs) so the oh oh for some reason i don't know you said u-haul my mind went to trailer and i was like what the fuck are y'all talking about no, like the whole reason van. I didn't hear was, van, but yeah, the it van. was supposed to be just a trailer that day. Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be a trailer. So we had already uh, sunk in a lot of the band fun, plus I think a couple bucks from you on top um, yeah. to put the trailer hitch on your car. Right. So we were going to get the trailer hookup and everything right on out to the rim. The night before, literally, as I'm pulling into my house and parking my car, it just fucking makes weird noises and craps out. <laughs> and I'm like, we're going to play the best venue in the country, the Rim, for that. As was mentioned in the last episode, the Rim, best venue in the fucking world, with yes, Ravagers and Gunpowder Gray, two of my favorite new bands. And then this shit happens the day before. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it so you didn't call me that night because you were you were kind of doing the whole thing of you know maybe it'll be okay by the morning. Yeah. We were well, texting about it though because I was out bowling. Yeah, I was texting either of y'all. I was <laughs> oh, texting yeah. you and I was texting Adam. Yeah. And but, I called you actually. We talked in the parking lot. Yeah. Because I was out bowling with my girlfriend and some of her or some of our mutual friends. Gotcha. Right. And the entire time she's like, why are you upset? And I was just like, Cap's fucking car and da 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 da. And we have this show. And she's like, oh, okay, whoa. Uh, I'll just see you back in the bowling alley, I guess. <laughs> I was like, thanks. So just, uh, I, I just. Uh, <laughs> There was a shop that was op- going to be open like the following morning that I was going to go potentially see about and uh, try to get uh, my insurance to haul the car out to it. And I got that and I made the phone call to my insurance. I got hooked up for uh, first thing in the morning like 6.30 or something like that. 6.30 ro- rolls around. Get a call from my insurance. 
Uh, they say somebody's on the way. 30 minutes later, I haven't heard from anybody. 45 minutes later, I haven't heard from anybody. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's just like, it was one thing after another that entire evening and morning of just shit going wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that morning. That was a rough morning. That's why my house was like, hey, we're going to go to Walmart. And I was yep. like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go to Walmart. Cap, you stay here. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Let them cool down a minute. Everything's good now. So before we get to that part, though. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. So, uh, what we wind up doing is getting a U-Haul uh, van. Yeah, we just got a big cargo van. Yeah, we got the big cargo van, and we threw all the gear in the back as close to the cab as we could. Now, the cab itself could only seat two people, maybe three if someone squished in the middle, real uncomfortable. And that was, like, the best thing we could get within the time frame to make anything work. Yeah, otherwise it'd be, like spending way too much money it, it would just it would be a canceling a show situation this is gonna this is the best option we've got right so the cab only fit two people three if you squish someone in there uh but we've got five people we've got four people in the band and then will <laughs> so it was like fuck you gotta figure something out <clears throat> so essentially what we did was we packed all the gear in the very back of the um trailer as far as we could or the cab rather well the um what do you call it? The in fucking the back. yeah, in the Just back of the van. And we kind of positioned everything else around it to where we could kind of lean up, and we put beanbag chairs everywhere. Yep. And that's why you, we went to Walmart. That's why we went to Walmart, and you can find the video on YouTube. Uh, we we made a fun little thing about it because we were in just so such down spirits and just annoyed by everything. I wanted to kind of bring a little bit of laughter to it, and I knew the way I could do that would be making a video out yeah. of it. Yeah. I don't think... Okay. What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so we already got all the gear out of my car and then went and got the beanbags. I wasn't yes. the other way around. Because I remember, because remember, you were stuffed like you oh, had yeah. put the beanbag. No, we in we your had face. to have gotten the gear out then, because I was in the back seat. Yeah, you were True. buried under those beanbags. Yeah, we had to have gotten. They're just that out. fucking big. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got to Adams. We dropped they're full every... on recliner beanbag chairs. If yeah, because because Cap and I this rode is out the bean. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in one of those right now. <laughs> I have been since uh, episode one. <laughs> no, it was uh, Cap picked me up in the uh, U-Haul van, and then we drove out That's to right. Adams. You yeah. met us over there. We unloaded right, everything right. and then we realized that well screw we we're already this late we told brad hey we're gonna be a little later but we'll still be there well in time it's just we didn't get there in the afternoon like we thought we were going i think to. we were still the first band to show up oh yeah we were still the first, we were still super early but just oh, not yeah. as early as we were gonna be right. that's why the room's so awesome is we can show up super early and just chill and relax oh, yeah, exactly. and unwind from the road and um yeah so <laughs> Just just to let Cap cool down a little bit and Adam was still disassembling his drums. We were like, well, let's just go to Walmart and we'll just get bean bags and fill up the back of the van. <laughs> Ran out there and yeah, simply because I came along, it was harder to get them out. <laughs> get, get them back because I was taking up a lot of the space, so I was crammed as hell back there. But it, but hey, it made for a funny video, so if you guys want to check it out, do that's, so. That's we probably, had a lot of room in the back of the van. I was say, that's probably the most comfortable ride we had. Enough room, we had. Like, yeah, all three people had enough room to be in a beanbag and have leg space. Yep, and not be like kicking the other person. And we had straps. Just it was a to pretty make, big van. Yeah, and we had straps uh, to hold everything together, so we weren't riding around like idiots or anything like that. Yeah, either. 
no it all worked out real well yeah i'd have to say that was definitely one of my more fun trips for sure and i was glad i was able to at least document a little bit of it i think the other favorite one didn't it snow too on that trip or there was already snow on the ground oh i think that was when we first took my took a a trailer with my trailer hitch when we were yeah yeah that was the first time i think my other favorite was one of the first times we went to the rim and Cap and Adam were in one car and you and I were in another and we had the walkie talkies. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and the first on the way up we would use them quite a bit, but on the way home nobody gave a fuck about using the walkie talkies. Well it's because, because we were having issues and they kept dying. Yeah. They were dying way too quick. It was a fun idea. This is Train Man to Red Caboose. Would you pick a fucking lane? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's in the uh, It's a Blast video. Yeah. Mikey, you remember that? I do. All right. Mikey's a train man. <laughs> we got to have Train Man on an episode sometime. We do. Yeah. We talked about that Cat's last time. going fucking nuts. I don't know if that got picked up at all. But... <laughs> the cat fucking shat all over itself earlier. If you notice that her tail what? was like like the tip of her tail isn't quite as poofy anymore and to cut some of it off. Uh, <laughs> it was all cool. Did she actually shat all over herself? It, no. Like, you know how she'll have like some shit on her ass still? It, it was just on her tail. Well, when you said she shat all over herself, I thought you meant you scared her real bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She was, like really jumpy, but she actually got poop on herself. Yeah, she had some poop on her tail. I so a cat is jumpy. <laughs> yeah, cat the tip of her tail had some on pretty clumped in, <laughs> so I had to nip some off. It's, it's a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Going from van talk to cat shit in a millisecond. That's what you get on the Something Good For You podcast. Yep. <laughs> well, what else you got for us, Mikey? Um. All right, I'll give you... I'll give you two topics that I I talk about. All we right. could all talk about. I put relationships as musicians. <laughs> relationships as musicians. Okay. Or we could talk about uh, a story about me getting sick after drinking that was inspired after you told us last week that you threw up on your mom's leg. <laughs> <laughs> I think let's go with that one because it continues the lore. Give us that one, Mikey. All right. Um, so I went to Winget for a few years to try and get my bachelor's degree. Majoring in accounting and finance, realized that wasn't for me, so I ultimately left school. But I also had a lot of good times partying. Yeah. <laughs> and my buddy Seth uh, would always like you know, hit me up. We'd go to campus, get some alcohol, and then his friends were all in a frat. Right. So he's like, "We'll go party at their house." I'm like, "All right, cool. Fuck it. I'll party with the frat guys." And some of them were very frat, like the ones very stereotypical. And you're mm-hmm. like, "Okay, I don't." Where they're wearing the uniform. Yeah, <laughs> they got the the chubby shorts and the polos, and they're right. all wearing those boat shoes, whatever the fuck they're called. Right. And uh, but some of them were also like real cool. It was a certain ones, KA. I guess that's Kappa Alpha, whatever right. like Greek shit. But like more just southern, like just a bunch of southern dudes in a fraternity hanging out, right. drinking, bunch doing of, stupid shit. Bunch of good old boys. Fuck yeah, man, it was good times. <laughs> but uh, one night just got super super drunk. Like yeah. started there, somehow ended up in like across campus. The baseball players were having a party. 
<laughs> I don't remember the trip over there. I just remember being there for like a short period of time, a few beer bongs maybe, and then back at the frat house a little bit and then out. <laughs> and I wake up and I'm just in the bathroom. Like, you know, bright lights, my head's fucking hurting. Puddle of puke right next to my face. <laughs> like, big puddle. And I'm just, like, on the ground. And so I just kind of reach up and just grab whatever feels like a cloth and just, like, <laughs> mop that shit up next to me. And then just kind of ball it up and throw it. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> that's the thing. I wake up. That's where oh, I, no. I figured this was going. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up the next morning and it's one of those fucking polo shirts. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure it was expensive too. <laughs> I was just, oh, dude, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you set it down. I just put it. Walk in the, away. You know, I put it in the hamper, but underneath a bunch of other clothes. <laughs> like I woke up, and everyone else was still passed out in their respective bedrooms and shit. So I just. Yeah. <laughs> Bury the evidence. Walked outside. Bit. My buddy Seth was already out there smoking a cigarette. And he was like, dude, let's go get some coffee from McDonald's. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. See, I've got I've got some good drinking stories, but a few of them uh, connect with Davy Dirt. So I don't want to tell them yet because I want to get Davey on the ship. Drunk All stories right. with Davey Dirt. <laughs> yeah, I've got some good drunk stories with Davey. So Dude, I, I let's see, you, Caleb, Will, um, Owen. Yeah, so I think most of my good friends have drunk stories with Davey Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> drunk Damn, stories, too. Like, <laughs> well, you missed the boat. Stories. He doesn't drink anymore. Right, yeah. That's gonna be a fun. Po- that's gonna be fun. You and uh, Davey, two sober guys, talking about uh, <laughs> right <laughs> back in our drinking yeah. days. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. All my rowdy friends have settled down. They have indeed. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still too rowdy, y'all. No, I'm not too rowdy anymore, but I just work too damn much, and I like always want to treat myself every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll tell this then. Uh, one of the reasons I was always paranoid with the um, our makeshift bus was because uh, when 21CG was banned, uh, we had a, a real riggedy ass van and it had a trailer on it and the trailer okay. lights didn't connect and light up and all this shit damn so <laughs> so we play this one show and we're on our way back and we had now th- this band was of course they they lived the rock and roll lifestyle so there were open containers all in the car moonshine underage drinking as I raised my hand uh, the works I think right. even the guitarist had like some weed on them, all the shit. So we're driving, driving, driving. All of a sudden, whoop, whoop, there's those blue and red lights. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> As I look up in the front from my own drunken haze and see the guitarist holding a open bottle of beer and a bottle of moonshine in the other hand, double fisting it. He's just like, what? <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So the cop knocks on the window, and then we all remember the window's broken, so oh. we have to open the door. Oh no. We open the door, and the cop peers his head in with the flashlight and shines a light, and the folks in the back, and 
makes eye contact with the other guy and looks at the fucking <laughs> beer and moonshine and goes, oh, God. boy, what is that? He looks at him and goes, oh, it's my drink, sir. I'm sorry. It's like, you know what it is, officer. And, <laughs> I, and, and I, my memory's slightly vague. It feels like they had a little bit more exchange, but that's all I really consciously remember. But what I do remember is he looked at him. Look, oh, I remember now. He was talking to the uh, the driver. He was the one only real sober guy, and he was like, "Yes, sir. We 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 just played a party, and you know, we're I'm right. just trying to get my band members back home safe. You know, I'm, I'm the only sober enough one to drive. You know, he played it off awesomely, and <laughs> did yeah. it great. Who was it? Um, the drummer. And, okay, um, okay. Okay. And <laughs> so, at about that time, he looks over at the guitarist. He looks back at all of us. Let's back at the guitarist again. He goes, Give me that beer. For some reason, he grabbed the moonshine. He's like, Give me that beer. Grabs the beer, pours it out, and then throws it in the field next to him. And he goes, Get the hell out of my town. Boom. And slams the car door. And we're just, and like everyone in the back seat is like literally <laughs> stunned. It feels like the air got sucked out of the car or the van rat. And we're just like, <gasps> Totally just got away with it though. Holy right? shit! <laughs> Holy shit! What the fuck? A few miles down the road, we stopped at QT, and like one guy hopped out and like gave a quick little hurt in the bush, and I was quick to follow. Like our nerves were like right. We thought we were done. Right. Yeah. yeah, and all of our stomachs were a little upset. Like we quickly got we stopped at the QT. Show was so, over, boys. Yeah, right? basically it's like party time's over. We <laughs> we got all the shit away. Wake up. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not sleeping in the van at all on the way back. Coffee and cigarettes, rest of the ride home. Right. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah, so we all got a little bite to eat and <laughs> a few, few of us evacuated our uh, stomachs a little after and we were good to go and we went home <laughs> man if anybody out there listening has any fucked up van stories or driving uh, with a van stories of that ill yeah send it in <laughs> email us in. something good for you at gmail.com send us any uh, fucked up road stories you got or I'll... do it on Facebook if you're brave enough and shit yeah, yeah, so hit us up on Facebook through the uh, through the messenger. Messenger or just post it on our page to be brave. No, don't post it on the page. We don't want spoilers. We will oh. read it. Okay. Hit us up. You got either message it to us on Instagram, message it to us on Twitter, message us on Facebook, or something good for you at gmail.com. We are available fucking everywhere you can reach us. Yep. <laughs> There's no excuse. If you're listening to the show, you should know how to find us. Even if you know us. Even if you know and us. We're good friends. And you're like, I listen to every episode. I'm like, all right, send us something. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. if it's you, Brad, or who else listens to this? <laughs> no one. <laughs> Raina. <laughs> Nico. <laughs> so, no, I actually kind of thinking on uh, road stories. I'll share another one because uh, this was another in my Goliath times. This one, this one's not nearly as crazy, but it was kind of funny. Same same van, same trailer. Again, as I mentioned earlier, trailer has a fucked up light. <laughs> and that was the main reason we got pulled over, by the way, in the last yeah. story is because he's like, you got a fucked up tail light. And then he saw the rest of it. He's like, holy fuck. So same shit wound up happening on our way down to Charleston. And um, this time, no open containers. Everything else, we were very good boys. <laughs> we were very conscious of that. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. So this was like a week or two later. So we get down there. And sure enough, we get pulled over again because of the fucking taillight. 
<laughs> this is a quick story because this is funny though. Uh, and the cop walks up to the window. He goes, uh, "Sir, you got a busted tail light?" We're like, "Yes, sir. We know. We we thought we had that taken care of. It's a faulty wire. You know, the bulb is okay. This and the other." He goes, oh, "All right." He looks at it and he goes, "Hey, y'all want a rock and roll band?" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He goes, oh, where y'all playing at? And then he gave whatever the info of the venue was Tony did. And he goes, okay, cool, man. Cool, cool. Well, all right. We'll get that light check. I see you, man. <laughs> he just walks away. It's like, yeah. what gave us away? <laughs> Remember that time uh, when we went to, I think it was Roanoke, and I brought Justin with me. Okay. So it was me, Justin, and Will in my car. We had, uh, first of all, I drive a Honda Fit, so it's a very small vehicle. Is it a Fit or Fiat? It's a Fit. Okay. Fiat's a completely different car. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, Honda Fit. Uh, big enough for, you know, me to do my shit and haul two half-stack amps, guitars, merch, whatever else. Yeah. It gets the job done. Right. But you got me, you got Will, who's about my size, and then my buddy Justin. Zeus. <laughs> A.K.A. Zeus. Oh, my God. He's like, fucking he's seven Sasquatch. foot tall. Yeah. He's a, big, he's a big seven foot tall, too. He's like almost 400 pounds. Big Hefty. dude. And uh, I just got this car two days ago. <laughs> and so they took the tag off my Ford Explorer and put it on the Honda Fit. So we're driving. I get to Monroe from Wingate. Sure enough, I get to a light. I notice a cop. He's in the right lane, gets all the way over, gets up behind me. And I'm like, yep, as soon as this light turns green, he's going to get me. Yeah. Light turns green. I take off. Whoop, whoop. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull into a parking lot of Monroe Mall. Uh, and we weren't doing anything sketchy when we literally just left Wingate. Yeah. Aside from the fact that we were going to Virginia and I had Zeus and Will with me. <laughs> uh, and they like to bring a lot of stuff to have a yeah, good time with. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might have already indulged on the <laughs> ride. Right. And so, you know, I'm like, well, I got to start vaping because I got to roll this window down. <laughs> I'd rather it smell like blueberries in here. <laughs> Littering hand. Littering hand. Uh, so, yeah, he rolls down the window, license registration. Right. And he's just like, yeah, I just pulled you over because I ran your tag and it came up as a Ford Explorer. So I was like, yeah, you know, I just got this car, this, that, and the other. And he's like, oh, cool. And then he looks in the back and he's just like, you guys play music? And I was just like, well, I do. These guys are just kind of tagging along. And he's like, huh? He's like, how does that big dude fit in the back seat? <laughs> <laughs> so, rock and roll apparently is your get out of jail free card. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> going to play in a band. <laughs> And you, dude, you, no, maybe not drinking. I've never drank and drive. I can say that, but you are real good about if you're that. You're high as fuck. You see those blue lights? You sober up real quick, dude. That you don't is instant <laughs> buzzkill, right? Especially when you're waiting on at the Taco Bell. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the couch catching you in a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, and actually, uh, last episode with Tony, uh, I'll go ahead and share this because I just remember we never finished the story. Uh, he he was talking about flashing a pass and getting in everywhere and all this. He 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 had the story mixed up. So he was talking about his favorite show was Slash, and right. that that was like a theater show. 
he, when he had the pass and everything, that was uproar fest. Okay. Now let me explain to you what this motherfucker did. <laughs> <laughs> so we play the show. I've heard this story. It's good. Oh my god. So so we play the show and. So we have just normal armbands that say Uproar Fest. They really don't separate. I don't think they're really that different. They may have said crew or they may have said band or something like that, but it was very similar to just the standard bands that everyone had. And when when we played, we played the parking lot. They had the two stages set up uh, facing each other right. at the opposite ends of the parking lot. So uh, it, they set it up really cool. It was really nice. Uh, so while one band was playing on one stage, the crowd would go over to that side while the other stage was setting up and sound checking and shit. And basically as soon as the other band was finished, with about two to three minutes, the other band was starting up. Just enough time for folks to kind of disperse a little bit, and then the crowd to go right over to the other uh, stage. So it was constantly ping-ponging back and forth between these two stages. It was really cool. So after we finished that, we were like the second to the last band uh, that played. <clears throat> and then after that, we didn't really know what to do because we really didn't have access to the main amphitheater, which is where the big bands were playing. Right. Uh, which is bullshit. Right? It is. Did I get catering at all? Just No. We well, we had, we had um, uh, water and shit backstage, and, and we had a crew. It, this was actually one of the cool, like the only rock star moment I think I'll ever going to have. All right, so we pull up, and we, we get pointed around to where to go. And they go, okay, yeah, you just park here, this, that, and the other. And we brought a few other people to help, you know, load gear and shit. So now I'm starting to wake up. I'm stretching. I'm like, all right, I'm the, I'm the new guy. I'm the fill-in. I'm the lift. I'm, I'm the li heavy lifter here. Let's get to work. And right about that time, the guys, uh, the guys pointing us to where to park go, is this your gear? Pointing to the trailer. And we go, yeah. He goes, cool. We got you set up. Uh Cool. We're like, what? And, and he goes, yeah, 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 just explain uh, where everything goes. We'll uh, write a quick schematic on this little uh, notebook. And they had sheets of paper, duplicates of all the bands, and they and it was the same stage plot, and they would just put notes of what our gear was and where it went. And sure enough, basically all we had to do was walk up there and turn the heads on and make sure everything was set to where we wanted it. That would mess with me. <laughs> it, it was it was weird, but it's like we told them where everything needed to go. We they took stock of our gear. It took all of ten minutes. Right. They took stock of our gear. Uh, we got labels on everything, and then on their piece of paper, they wrote labels on what shit goes where, and we were good to go. Including like the amp settings and all that too. No, no, no. We we worried about the amp settings, but like they oh, okay. they they picked shit up and put it on the stage where we needed to to, and then we modified it from there. That's pretty fucking sweet yeah so <laughs> so after everything was said and done and they load all our shit off and we get it back in the trailer we're like all right well what do we do now basically we just kind of went let's see how far these little armbands will get us <laughs> right. so we we make our way up to the main thing and we've still got all rock star gear on and everything so we dressed up a little bit for it and um i probably would too and so, so so we get up to the thing and, and the ladies checking tickets and all that and we we flash our armbands we go we just played she goes oh come right in we're like oh Okay, <laughs> so, so we get like the main entrance. That's literally how, as far as we thought we were gonna go, is like the main entrance. We we're like, all right, we got in, sweet, awesome. So we start piddling around, having fun, and some of the big bands starting. Like Tony said, 
he we really did not give a fuck about the band's playing we're, we're just kind of being like the rock and rollers being kind of punks at the you know super <laughs> legit festival seeing right. how seeing how shitty and how far we can take things like you know kind of a fish out of water anyway oh yeah it's like we did our thing and what you know kind of bands were playing yeah i'm curious oh it was your fucking lincoln park just radio. you know radio rock butt rock pod kind of sl- Seether kind of shit. Yeah, Papa Roach. Yes, thank you. Skillet. Skillet was on it. Yes. (laughs) Well, there's two. Yeah, I guarantee you we could look up the uh, actual. uh, I know it. I'm I'm just thinking of like radio, uh, an FM radio format from like 2005, and that was the lineup. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. But this this show was in like fucking 2013 or 14. So that tells you anything. Exactly. But that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Anyway, so. So we again, we really don't care about the bands, but we're seeing how far we can push the envelope here. Let's see how far we can, you know, con this. So we get up to the amphitheater, we flash it, we keep getting all the way fucking in. We keep going row after row after row, and we get to the front row, and we're pretty complacent. We're like, all right, I guess we'll just kind of stay here and hang out and have a few beers and, you know, have fun. Yeah. But of course, that didn't suit. Quickly, within about five minutes, we were like, screw it. Let's see if we can get in the pit. <laughs> so we marched our little rock and roll happy asses on down there. And Tony leading the way and whoop, show our passes. And the guy goes, that's not the right color. We go, but we just played over there. He goes, what stage? And Tony said, whatever stage it was. And, he, and the guy's still just kind of giving them looks. And I could be getting this completely wrong, but he said something along the lines of, made up a name on the spot. I don't remember what name he goes. Something okay. along the lines of, well, Bob helped set us up with all of this, and he said we could be here. I could give him a call if I need to. <laughs> and the guy goes, what was the name of the band again? And he goes, 21st Century Goliath. And at about that time, he pulls out a card and hands it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy looks at the roster, sees the name, and he just kind of begrudgingly goes, all right, go that way. Uh, and we make our way into the fucking pit. <laughs> and it, and it only validated it because only within a few minutes of being in the pit, someone that saw us play earlier was like, you guys played earlier. And they like started going nutty with us, like right in front of the guy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Sweet. <laughs> so no, that's, that's what Tony was talking about when he was saying it, that was probably his favorite, just flashing the passes Yo, to, to bands. We just didn't even give a fuck about just to see how far we could push exactly. the envelope. He's just a true rock star, man. He I imagine really Tony uh, is probably to a group of people what like Andrew is to us. Andrew Evans, yeah, Stir. yeah. Like the way we look at him, we're like, damn, that dude—he's a fucking star. Yeah, he's, he's born to do some shit. I imagine right. people looked at Tony like, man, Tony's a fucking rock and roll star. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, man, it is playing those things. And now, you know, us doing, you know, our small venue thing, you know, clubs, bars, whatever. I really enjoy doing it on this scale, though, because the big shows are really fun, but there's a disconnect. Dude. I've heard people talk about that. There is, because at some point when there's so many people, it's like there's no people. That's what they say, too, from uh, everybody I listen to, where it's like they just go out and play to, like, thousands of people 
no pressure, no nervousness at all. Just because you know it feels like nobody's out there, but yeah. if you're playing a small place, that's when they get more nervous. Where you just where it's more like intimate. And yeah, like, like the uh, like the Slash show he was talking about. He said that thing was packed. It was sold out. It was. There's I've I've shown you guys photos of that thing. It was all the way to the back to the rafters, and it was kind of to that point of like after every song there was just white noise it was people yelling so it's like you didn't ever really get that sense of if you did a good job during the song or not because sometimes we'll get a really good swell of applause after a song and it's like hell yeah we nailed that and they're not there for you either they're there for slash yeah yeah but but i'm talking about on our scale us right like when we play the milestone there's songs that you know get a decent response but then there's others that you know people will go a little more nutty for so it's like we know hell yeah we nailed that with the slash show it was all so loud and the audience was responding to every song it was just right in between songs and it just it really didn't have a feeling to it you know the the only time we ever got the feeling from it was uh the bassist at the time after the end of the set he was having some rock star jackass moment where he'd like raise his arms and everyone go nutty and he'd lower his arms and everyone go quiet raise his arms i was about to ask you didn't feel anything uh from that like getting doing like uh the rock star jackass moves and stuff like that and getting a reaction like you would at the the milestone or something like that the first song you feel it or at least I did with me. The first song is electric because especially when you're first kicking into it and the crowd is starting to really feel so We are the, f- I think we are the first or s- we are the second band that night. Okay. We were the second band. So we had one band already kind of to open for slash. Right? There are four bands total. There was yeah, still, yeah. there was still one more after us and then slash. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there were four on the Probably bill. some Miles Kennedy bands, you know. No, it was another big touring. It was Foxy act. Shazam. Yeah, that's that what it was. Oh man. Yeah, that's I'm, what it was. I missed them. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a band before us, and then Foxy. Well, that, well, a band before us, us Foxy slash. Anyway, and um, yeah. So the first bit, yeah, you do really feel, but then after that, again, just you can barely see them too. Right, you know, it's like we. The only reason we were lights. And shit. Yeah. Well, the only reason we were able to really get that good photo is because it was when Cam was doing his arms up thing, and the lighting guy caught what he was doing, so he'd you know make the lights real big when he put his arms up, and then dim the lights when he put them down. So he was the lighting guy was playing along with him. So I grabbed that when he had his arms up real high, so he had the lights on everyone. But otherwise, you couldn't really see it. I mean, hell, we played uh, that Mandyland show. Okay, mm-hmm. so you remember that kind of stage. It was a little bit longer. Okay, better example. Big stage at Tremont. Imagine if that was about twice as deep. Okay, so we played that big stage for their final show. You couldn't really see about halfway through that, though, could you? You could really just see the people in the front and a handful of people back. you, But you couldn't really see the back of the room that well. So y'all are pretty elevated, too. Yeah, we were about... About that same elevation, maybe a little higher. But that that stage is a real good example to show you, though. But so you remember playing on that, though. Do you remember yeah. seeing a lot of the audience, though, or noticing, like, the back of the room? Just the, well, yeah. I have really good eyesight. Well, so just, the, just the people up. I remember seeing just a lot of people up front more than anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also what your main focus on, exactly. too, is, you know, the maybe first, you know, 10 or 20 lines of people, you know, and that's about all you can really see. Yeah. You know, much more than that, and it just it just looks like a blur of just people moving. Like, okay, like 
when we were trapped downtown Atlanta a few weeks ago. You know, how that was just a sea right. of people, and after a while, it just kind of becomes numb. Like, when you first get in it, you're like, oh, my God, it's sensory overload. Then a few minutes later, you're like, oh, my God, let's just weave through these people and just get through the the school of fish all going in opposite directions kind of thing. It's just that, but you're looking down on it. Right. Yeah. That's all it is. It's a lot of fun. I'm not trying to be jaded about it. I'm just trying to say it's like <laughs> no. I'm just no. I'm just trying to say doing the local stuff oh, where yeah. it's a lot uh, more. I get what interesting. you're saying. It's yeah. all it's the crowd that's up front and they're kind of rocking out, but you still have a whole crowd of people that are just mingling and hanging out and yeah. they're really loud. And, and honestly, yeah. that really and is partying, and it's just like oh, okay. <coughs> and, and that is the reality of it. <laughs> and as good as it looks in photos, yeah, you're completely right. That's what was happening. You know, there was a lot of people just hanging out. There was we had a good captive audience, but in no way am I saying every person in that room was, you know, dead set on us. Right. There were people just sitting at the bar drinking a beer and when we'd finished start clapping. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever. Not everyone was getting into it, but it was still an experience and but I still like the intimate ones where I can just hop out into the crowd and be like, What's going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> right. Or the venues that, you know, you know I like stepping off stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> you like saying hello to the people. <laughs> well, I think it's about that time as we do yeah. in every single podcast where we dig into our Spotify playlists and figure out what the fuck have we been listening to? What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Uh, as always, you can find these selections on the Something Good For You podcast playlist on Spotify. You can find that in the show notes, and of course we pimp it on our social media networks also. Yes, kitty cat. That's what we do. <laughs> if the cat Selena doesn't get proves. picked up at all in this episode, I'm going to sound like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, because Tony was here last week, he really got me back in the mood to listen to Danco Jones. So I've been listening to that this week. Uh, Below the Belt is going to be my selection. And so many damn good tracks off this. Definitely one of my favorites. It's Had Enough, um, Active Volcanoes, and Sore Loser. I think Sore Loser is kind of a little hidden track on there. Not a lot of people talk about that one, but I think that's just really good. It's got a good chunky riff to it. And I like I like the sassiness that Danko has on that. I song. think it's one of the better uh, records overall that he's put out ever too. Yeah, below below the belt is one of those. To be honest, I wasn't a big fan of the main single. I Can't handle moderation. Yeah, I wasn't it. That one's a grower. It is a grower, but I'm not a big fan of the riff. I think we could have done a little better with the riff. <laughs> but anyway, if there's Danko. Let, da, oh. yeah, Danko. I hope Danko listens twenty years in the future. God, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think this is again, just even with that, you can still listen to this record front to back. I still love the song. I just didn't think that was the best song they could have led as a single. There's, there's a lot of other. That was an odd choice. So definitely check that one out. I know there's some songs in that playlist from that record, but even if there, y'all to just check out the whole thing. <laughs> definitely do that. Captain Nunn, what the hell you been listening to this week? Uh, I'm really loving what the uh, Ramones, um, what do you say? Which estate is the estate that's putting out these re-releases? 
Honestly, that's a good question. I don't know who's really doing these releases. I know that Ed Stasium has a big that part he's involved of it with it because everything. he's been doing all the remixes. Well, whoever it is, if it is Ed Stasium, he's killing it with these re-releases that the Ramones have been putting out for their uh, 40th anniversary editions of, yeah. their, of their records. They've already done one through, uh, through four. One through. Uh, uh, Road to Ruin, yeah, and that's the one I've been listening to a lot this week. It's been Road to Ruin, mm-hmm. the 40th anniversary. It came out earlier this year, and it's got you know the basic version of the album, only remastered. There's a, a 40th anniversary raw version of it too, yep. where they take away all the little lead guitar bits and crank up Johnny Ramone's guitar on even the acoustic songs, with yeah, the ballads and everything too. And those are probably my favorite tracks uh, on this package and everything too. Uh, questioningly uh, needles and pins the mm-hmm. ones where they crank up Johnny's electric guitar on yeah and they have so isolated uh tracks of just Joey singing and uh, somebody playing an acoustic guitar too I don't yep. know if it's Johnny but well what I what I think happened on that because there's uh acoustic guitars on those original tracks right so what I think they wound up doing is just stripping everything out except those acoustics exactly and then putting Joey's <laughs> bless you and putting Joey's original vocal track on top of it and it is it's really cool stuff and on Spotify and Apple Music you gotta kind of search for it it's not gonna be under like a 2018 release you gotta hit albums and scroll down and it's gonna be labeled Road to Ruin 40th anniversary but it's gonna be the year dated on it is gonna be 77 78 whenever it came out so so when you go looking for it it's not gonna be under like the newest releases sorted by year it's gonna be Chronicalized as the actual correct year. Definitely check, yeah, definitely check that out, and the rest of the records too. They've got, they've got a 40th anniversary package like that for the first record, uh, Leave Home, and Rocket to Russia as well. Yeah, and they're all really great. I think the uh, Rocket to Russia one, the remix was a little lacking because Joey's vocals were just so buried. But yeah, uh, but I think with Road to Ruin, they they really they really knocked it out of the park. I think this one and the first record are probably the best remixes they've got done. It makes me look forward to uh, End of the Century, too, when they uh, oh, God. spruce that up. Because that was one I of hope the, they do that one. Then they, with, uh, they fucking the, better. With all of the... Uh, I'm blanking on the producer's name that ever, that I shouldn't be blanking on right now. Because um, they spent... Phil Spector. Out, yeah, yeah, duh, Phil Spector. Yeah, <laughs> with Phil Spector's uh, little quirks and everything, I'm sure they have hours oh my God. of stuff that he I wanna, directed that he didn't use either. I want to hear the uncut Johnny Ramone strumming the intro of Rock and Roll High School. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the 50 takes right in a row and see if he actually picked the best one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys, check that one out. Mikey Black, what you been listening to this week? I have been listening. Oh, sorry, I was getting a phone call. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to this band, Aether Realm. From what? I've heard of them, yeah. Um, I guess now most of them are in Asheville, North Carolina. Right. North Carolina folk metal, melodic death metal band. So they're really good. A lot of shreddy, stupid, long, orchestrated. Very, very progressive. Yeah, very progressive. Just heavy metal. Word. It's good stuff. Uh, funny story, I discovered these guys, man, like 2012? Yeah. It's been that long now? Wow. And it was uh, when Black Veil Brides was starting to get popular. As a oh, band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right before Black Veil Brides like exploded and did their thing, it was like right on that tour leading up to that. And uh, <laughs> Cody from Boron Heist, mm-hmm. Cody Ward, yeah. was super into Black Veil Brides at that time. Really? Hell yeah. Give <laughs> shit about it. 
He talks shit about him now, but there was a time in his life when he was all about yeah, it. Yeah, he's oh, Mr. Yeah. Garage Rock these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember so, that. that. That was that whole friend group. Everyone yeah. was heavy into that. And, Avenged and I liked Sevenfold. it because I still love Avenged Sevenfold. I'll fight that. Anyways, um, so they wanted to go see them. It was Black Veil Brides, Motionless and White, another hardcore <laughs> emo kind of well, metalcore band. Well, well. Uh, some other solo guy that did some like electronic stuff and he sang over it and it was real emo and weird. All right. <laughs> and then that entire this emo kind of, you know, sounds like a ball. 2008, 2012 metalcore crowd. This sounds like an awesome, fun but, show. But the opening band was Aether Realm and they're completely different, like long hair, look like a bunch of fucking Vikings, like okay. playing like, super hard metal that used Goliath and Uproar. <laughs> yeah, like shit that would come out of like Finland or Sweden, but they're just some country boys from North Carolina. Right. And um, so they played their set, and I dug it, man. I was all about it. I was like, fuck all these other bands. I don't even want to hear them after that. <laughs> so I was talking to the lead singer, and I was like, man, I was like, I've been listening to this band, Ailstorm, lately, which is a pirate metal band from overseas in Europe somewhere. Right. And he was just like, dude, I love Ailstorm. So we kind of talked about that for a minute. Fast forward three years, Tremont Music Hall, they had Pagan Fest. So they had like yeah, Ailstorm, uh, right. Troll, a bunch of Teresis, um, Arcona, maybe, I think, but like a hard bunch of Swedish bands, right. German bands. And then right. Aether Realm got to open that as well. Okay. Playing opening for Ailstorm. So I was just <laughs> like, dude, I was like, you might not remember me. I was like, Black Veil Brides, and he was just like, uh, lead singer, I can't remember his name. I haven't talked to him ever since, really. But um, he was just like, oh, yeah, and I was like, he's like, we were talking about Ailstorm. I was like, yeah, dude, how fucking weird is that? <laughs> Two years ago, they did a European tour with Ailstorm. No shit. Really? All over fucking Europe. That's cool. Yeah. Good on them, man. That's a cool story, so man. So right about now, uh, they average. I mean, I just looked. They're at 20,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Word. I've seen them get as high as like 60,000. Like, they're doing some cool shit. Hell yeah. But it's also cool because I'm friends with, I think, all of them on Facebook. And yeah. they still part-time job, normal-ass yeah, really. life. They just do everything musically they can. But yeah. Yeah, it's cool. They're cool I, people. I was having great a, music. Yeah, we were having a conversation. I saw the future somehow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I was having a conversation earlier about how all these bands that we're fans of are pretty much in the same boat as all of us too, and as far yeah. as like making this uh, music thing a career. Yep. Yeah, that's really true. Well, I think that wraps up another good episode of the Something Good For You podcast. Don't forget to throw that hashtag on anything you'd like to share with us as hashtag something good for ya ya again it's the name of the show just take out the spaces <laughs> and uh want to go ahead and throw this out there too we've already made the plans uh we are going to do a special christmas pod christmas pod christmas pod that, that's right we're gonna have morgan on we're gonna have <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're going to have Mikey, we're going to have Cap, we're going to have Morgan, and of course myself. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully, the um, cat. Oh, we should make desserts and shit too. See, that's that's why I wanted Do us to it. talk about it a few weeks ago so we could actually get this shit going. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, not exactly which, sure which day that it'll be coming out, but it'll be coming out some Friday before Christmas. It'll come out either the 14th or the 21st. Depends on 
how much we record and what winds up going on and if I've got to throw in some fun edits because I want this to be a really fun episode. You know, I want us to get a little loopy, want us to get a little drunk, games. play reindeer games. We get, little, <laughs> we get a little drunk, getting a little, uh, getting the Christmas spirit. Oh man, I don't have to work. I don't have to go to school Monday mornings anymore. Hey, hey. stay out late. We still got work, but yeah, yeah, we'll work. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so yeah, guys, look out, look forward to that because we uh, we wound up kind of shitting out on our Halloween episode. So we'll <laughs> at least we'll at least give you some sort of Christmas episode. All right. Well, until next time, Captain. Do you have an outro for us? Yeah. Fuck Chris Lafferty. <laughs> another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.